Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, for a little midnight mini. And you'll know what that means in a second, Kev. My dear friend, <sighs> music loving muchacho, Kevin Connor. And good, Kev, good evening. I you good, burst into my bedroom and shook me awake. It's the middle of the night. Yes. Um we had to do this at midnight because uh so let me uh, give you a little context. Yesterday, Kyle says to me, TikTok, like TikTok's official account posted. And at first I thought, like, it's like that. I get a notification from Instagram sometime, like, check out the photo that Instagram posted today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would I ever do that? I don't give a shit. Um, but then she said, TikTok posted, go to Taylor Swift's TikTok tonight at midnight. Uh, she was up to something. So uh, everyone's like, "What? what's going to happen? Is she releasing new music, a video or something? Um, and I uh, I won't say any more because you're going to react live on air, Kev, to what Taylor posted last night at midnight. So Ooh. click on that link and All right. give it a watch. A live, a live reaction. Let's see how this goes. It's me. Hi. Hello. I know that I have a habit of dropping cryptic clues and Easter eggs when giving you information about new music, and I am not here to deny that, but I am here to defy that. Welcome to a new series I'm calling Midnight's Mayhem with Me. Oh, fun. I am going to be using this technologically advanced device to help me allow fate to decide exactly what track titles I'm going to be announcing and in what order. In this cage are 13 ping pong balls labeled 1 through 13, each representing a track on the Midnight's album. So let's leave it up to fate. The first track I'm going to tell you about... Track 13. The final one. of course. Track 13 is called... Accident. Mastermind. Finally, Taylor Swift is making a song about that game with the little uh, yeah, the game that with I the pegs. I that I I don't know how to play it. I've probably oh. tried it like five or six times and don't really have a grasp of it. But it's great. yeah, it's got like the it's little like white, Wordle actually. Oh, okay. It's the yeah, it's, a little more complicated. And from like the mid two thousands. Yeah, um, I played it as a kid. Or she's making a in the because we should say track 13 is mastermind in case you can really hear it that's what she's doing she's announcing the track titles maybe is she doing this every night so maybe we'll get another one tonight maybe by the time you're hearing this on friday you know another taylor swift track title that we don't even know such Uh, as hi kevin from the future here aka like 30 minutes before we post the podcast and Taylor has, in fact, released another TikTok naming a song. Track number eight is Vigilante Shit. And I think this really does give us a better idea of what the album's about. Uh, Taylor Swift is sick 
of that menace Spider-Man swinging around in his mask, unaccountable, answering to nobody, and she wants to see an end to it. And uh, she might do something about it, if you know what I mean. Some supervillain shit. Okay, back to the past, where we only knew about Mastermind. Bye! Um, but yeah, so it's like, what? Is she making a song about the game? Is she making a song about that movie with, like, Zach Galifianakis, right? <laughs> called Masterminds? There's some comedy with Zach Galifianakis called Masterminds. Um, or is it all a ruse? Was it all bullshit? And you need, to, is it all a code to decipher? That's what, what people are asking. Because you know these Swifty conspiracy theorists are, uh, they go deep. And they oh. look at everything. I you know what and I um I I was you know I'm a I'm a sleepy dude I get in bed and I'm just like honk <laughs> shooing away and uh Annie needed to travel today for work on the day of which we're recording this and I said hey don't stay up too late you know mm-hmm. you've got an early morning trying to be the loving caring fiance that I am and she goes yeah oh yeah I'm good I just gotta stay up till midnight to watch Taylor Swift's announcement and oh, me okay and me a very sleepy man was just like okay whatever and instantly fell asleep <laughs> um so now I've, I've been contextualized to what she was doing yes, because I I that's... didn't know and she was out the door this morning to catch a flight perhaps to go find Taylor to to get Maybe. a look at that bingo carousel she had in the video. She didn't like scream out mastermind and excitement and wake you up because she was so thrilled. Um, it, if any of my enemies are listening, please skip forward 15 seconds. I, nothing wakes me up. She could have screamed that and <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been any, you know, more aware. Man, All I right. envy you. I'm yeah. not that heavy of a sleeper. I'm um, a very but- light sleeper and always have an eye on the door. Oh. You're, you're watching, but you know, I feel like we're going to find Swift said she likes to do cryptic Easter egg things. Yeah. And then just, you know, uh, I'm looking at this vulture article and they said, wait, is Taylor Swift just giving us straight answers? They have the theory that she's a clone. Um, it, it's kind of a joke theory. Though. A la Avril Lavigne. Yes, exactly. Uh, and they said, also, she has the same nails on as she did at TIFF, so make of that what you will. Um, and apparently 13 is like her Maybe number. Maybe did... she shot this in Toronto because it was the <gasps> what? same day. No way. Canada? Canada! How d- <laughs> is this? She's telling us we all need to move to Canada. She's warning us about the next election. Um no, but I, uh, I was like thinking 13 is an unlucky number, but apparently that's like Taylor Swift's lucky number or her favorite number, which is why she said, did you notice she said, of course it's 13. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like 13, what does that make you think of? 13 ghosts, right? Tony Shaloub, right? Monk, you see where I'm going with this? Where no. do monks live? <laughs> where do monks live? The monastery. Let's break that word down. Mana, money, scary, scary. So Taylor Swift is scared of money. 
And so that means that when this album comes out, she's not going to take any of the money herself. She's going to pay off all of our student loans. So there you go. Cool. Um, That's my theory. That's just me. Okay. So I, you know, good theory. It's obviously bullshit. Yeah. But listen to mine. Uh, The game mastermind developed in 1870. Now. What? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I thought I was going to be way more close with this theory, but 1870. Yeah. Now, Toronto uh-huh. Film Festival, nails. What happened in 1870 in Canada? The what? Canadian Parliament's Manitoba Act received royal assessment. Who was the first premier of Manitoba in 1870? Alfred Boyd. Now. Oh. Alfred Boyd. Uh, supported public works constructing the French Canadian community of St. Boniface 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 St. Boniface and voting to incorporate the Roman Catholic Diocese of St. Boniface St. Boniface is and who does Taylor frequently collaborate with Bonnie Vare oh shit (laughs) we got it mastermind is a song about student loan debt featuring Bonnie Vare Hell yeah. Boney Vare also has a song called Calgary, and I think that's in Canada. I, unrelated. <laughs> oh, is Calgary province? Alberta. We were close. Alberta, uh, close to Alfred, the prime, the premier Bo- of Boyd. Yeah, wow. Taylor Swift is in Manitoba currently plotting her schemes. Manitoba. <laughs> That's what uh, I think we should she's do probably this, saying right now. I think we should do a uh, uh, one of these every time she releases a song. Like we'll 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 take <laughs> I one think so. video and we'll try and figure out what it is. So Mastermind yeah. is student loan debt featuring Boney Bear. Yeah, we cracked it. I we mean, got it. Yeah, and it's or, not when the, when the album comes out, it's not going to be called Mastermind. You idiots! You think that's actually what it's called? No, it's going to be called. St- I'm paying all your student loan debt featuring Bon Iver. So we don't even need to uh, think about any other theories around that because we solved it. Uh, and, you know, Kev, I think this is a good opportunity to talk about uh, the plan we made for a month from now when Taylor's album does come out. Yes. Uh, because it's a special day because Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen both have albums coming out. We're both fans of both those artists. And uh, so what we're going to do is react in a mini-sode that very day. Mm-hmm. We're going to record our reaction and post it that day. And I came up with a great title for what we should call it. And it's pretty obvious. I'm surprised I didn't think of it immediately. It's Tay and Ray Day. Oh, shit, it is. It's Tay and Ray Day. So... In in a month from now, October twenty first, mark your calendars. We're celebrating Tay and Ray Day here yep. on Best Song Ever. Luke and I Tune are going to listen to both albums uh, and then record yep. early in the morning. Get it edited out the door into your podcatcher of choice. Yeah. So the second you're done listening to Tay or Ray, it's there for your reactions, your your gut feelings to be vindicated or proven wrong. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We're very excited. Absolutely. 
I can barely contain my excitement. I can't wait another month. Uh, but let's uh, distract ourselves from having to wait by talking about the music we've been digging in Touts. Touts. Uh, I just got a few this week. Um, an album from an artist I played recently came out last week, Expert in a Dying Field by the Beths. Um, yes. This album is great. It rules. I'm I really... coach out that. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, and I the song, the title track that I played, Expert in a Dying Field, is a really nice start to the album, but I really enjoy uh, you know, the rest of it where it goes. It's it is the exact album that I kinda like where it doesn't really explore any like dissonance, it doesn't go any weird places, it's just kinda straight down the middle and like great for it. So yeah. I'm a big fan. That's what they're great at. Uh, and then I kind of have a retro tout. I've been on a big MF Doom kick lately. Uh, yeah. You know, a little bit based on cheat codes, which I think has inspired our, our mini-sode for next week. So that's a little yes. preview. But I found the album Metal Fingers Presents Special Herbs, the box set, volume 0 through 9 from MF Doom. Ooh. And it's essentially just all the instrumentals from his music, uh, I think up through 2006. And this is like a three-hour album. Uh, It's several discs, and I just like... MF Doom's beats are so kind of lo-fi retro, but like have like a melody. I mean, like um, Rap Snitches is like the one... I think it's one of the first ones on the album um, that I feel like has transcended like MF Doom's stardom. So mm. I I was just like working at work as you do when you're at work and listen to this whole thing literally back to back because it was just such a good vibe. So it was like six hours. It was most of my day of just MF <laughs> Doom. So nice. um, really do recommend like if you're just looking for something very like chill to have in the background and like get some stuff done. Metal Fingers yeah, presents like, special herbs. Lo-fi beats to study slash relax to. Honestly, yes. Put that girl in the lo-fi beats yeah. uh, in an MF Doom mask. <laughs> yes. We need to make that. Luke, what do you got? All right. Well, I got a handful. Uh, a couple that I shouted out last week, but a couple that I did not, that I missed. Uh, first up, the Mars Volta with their self-titled album. And were you a fan of them at all, Kev? I I feel like you, you know, said you weren't. Okay. It, it, there's a band that I've definitely heard like a few songs from, and it's yeah, it's caught my attention. But I really uh, I need to give them more attention. I'm gonna go give that album well, a like. Yeah, and I think you'll like this new one. I'd say it's their most accessible, uh, and just like the culmination of their sounds uh, that they've like explored because they already they always did a lot of different styles and vibes on the album but this one was like funky at times it's rocking out at times at times it's very like vibey you got some great like spanish sung vocals which i loved from their past stuff but uh last time i was talking about how i loved francis the mute which i realized i only really listened to their first two albums which were like 2004 and 2005 and the song Miranda that Ghost Just Ain't Holy Anymore was the one I was talking about. It had like five minutes of bird sounds oh. in front of it. So go check it out. Skip to like four and a half minutes in or whatever. It's very good. Um, but this one is like 
yeah, I feel like just it's rare that a band can they've been away for 10 years and it's rare that you can come back, do basically a refined version sort of of what you've been doing for years, but also like enough that it reminds you of why you listen to them in the first place. And I feel like they accomplished it and it's very good. No five minute bird sounds. Uh, most songs are like three to four minutes long and catchy. So, yeah, I feel like you'll dig it. Yeah. Um, now, Luke, then, would this album have been improved with five minutes of bird sounds? Hmm. I don't is know. that what it's missing or, or is it better without? No, I think it's better without. I think okay. they did that perfectly on Miranda, <laughs> on Francis the Mute back in the day. So, um, and uh, my next one, another band that uh, I shouted out last week, I was like, I think they're going in a different direction just based on the marketing. And it was definitely like the album cover. Uh, it's Whitney, which like, you know, they usually have yeah. sort of like a folksy, woodsy thing. And this album cover was like shiny. And uh, it was I gave it a listen and I only made it a few tracks in before I just like got taken away by something. But it was not what I expected at all. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, a little more like I mean, they still have their sort of like breezy old folky sound, but with some more like electronic mm -hmm. elements going on, some more like vocal effects than they were more of a straightforward like soulful rock band before. Uh, but I like this new direction they're going in. But yeah, I haven't listened to it a ton, but the first listen, it was very uh, cool. And I dig the new direction they're going into. Um, then got to give credit to my friend, our friend Ben, uh, for recommending this to me. Or you may know him as Skywild on Spotify. Uh, and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs, When the Lights Go. This is a great band he told me about years ago. 2012 was their last album but uh just like mars volta 10 years before releasing another album and it's great it's like electronic like synth pop it's it's fantastic you would really dig this one too nice i will absolutely check that out um and then last muramasa great producer uh from england i believe with demon time some good features on here you had shy girl uh channel trace that name is familiar Lil uzi vert pink panthris uh slow tie erica de cassier so a lot of good features great production and uh some good vibes on that i you know i always look into my spotify to see what i've listened to from an artist and i have their album from 2017 14 Oh, wow. Soundtrack 2 with Death Saved. So obviously at one point nice. I enjoyed that. So I'm going to I'm gonna slap a like on this new one and return back to Muramasa. Yeah. And uh, the his album in 2017 was good. I also believe I played a song that he did, yeah, with Nao. Uh, I think I played that on the podcast in 2018. Complicated. So, yeah. Go check that out. A cover of the... Avril Lavigne song, and we exactly. come full circle. She's a clone. And on that note, let's talk about the new Music Friday releases out today that we're excited for in Shouts. All right, a couple animal-related albums. Interesting. We got Alex G with God Save the Animals, which one time he's Sandy Alex G, now he's back to Alex G. Make your mind up, Alex. But 
Love your music all the same. Uh, and then Nils Fromm, great pianist and uh, producer uh, with music for animals. So you got God Save the Animals and music for animals. So animals are set this weekend. Um, big, big week for animals. Big week for animals. And, hey, big week for man as well because the tallest man on earth has too late for edelweiss out which is interesting that's that song that the dude sings in a uh, sound of music edelweiss. animals on the rise uh men staying hot edelweiss yes five minutes ago <laughs> yes and then we got nothing fun here i guess big day for guitars the band Cording, who I just discovered uh, recently with guitar music. Uh, check that out. They're a good band. And then Black Star Kids, big day for kids. Oh. Um, yeah, I just uh, discovered them recently, too. Great, like, sunny, like, emo-ish meets hyper-pop sound. Uh, they have Cyber Kiss asterisk, or Cyber Kiss star, I think. Yeah, that's a star. Um, so that's cool. I really love their sound. So excited they got a new one out. Yeah, I liked their uh, their album Puppies Forever. That was really good. And I that was the one. Yeah. I feel like I've got like a deep cut that I liked by them, but it's not coming to mind. Ooh. So I'll just pretend that I do, and and you guys can think I'm cool for it. And then lastly, Micaiah McRaven with In These Times. That's the artist I mentioned before when we were talking about our albums from people who had passed away. He uh, remixed. Gil Scott Haran's I'm New Here, which was the album that Gil Scott Haran did right before oh, passing yeah. away. And just amazing composer. And yeah. that album was awesome. So, yeah, check that out. What you got? A uh, friend of the pod, Ice Age, they have Shake the Feeling Outtakes and Rarities. Uh, that's a compilation from one of their previous albums of, you know, maybe some fun stuff, some B-sides. Yeah. I always like to hear, you know, what, what barely didn't make the album, so that's exciting. And, I love uh, shaking feelings. Yeah. And uh, Young Gravy with Marvelous, the MILF <laughs> lover himself. Um, he's he's here. It's an album. I'm I'm curious to see what's going on, what these <laughs> he's kids here, are into. It's an album. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what if this is, like, the, the album of the year? We don't know. Crazy Gravy. Yeah. Um... Them, them youths. I listen. I, I'm older than dirt because you said that Mars Volta hadn't put out an album in ten years, and I was looking at um, Francis the Mute, and I was like, "But that came out in 2005, and that was only seven years ago," um, <laughs> which is wholly untrue. I was off by a whole decade <laughs> that was, on that one. Yeah, seventeen. Um, so just like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, that dude who sipped from the wrong goblet. <laughs> I have aged a million years in this episode. Yes. Oh, haven't we all? With all these racking our brain with all these Taylor Swift Easter eggs trying to crack the code, it's like it it puts a strain on anyone. But we made it through, and uh, we got to do one last thing and talk about our three daddies because we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. And then click on over to offshelf.net, check out all the great interviews, and my cousin Brian's hip-hop bar none column there as well. 
And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Mastermind. Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.